Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Unpredicted Party, the only Middle-Earth TTRPG that will answer the question, why didn't they just take the Eagles to Mordor? And we are one step closer to answering that question. I am your humble lore master, Don Marshall. To my right or left, I don't know where they are these days, are my internet friends. Say hi, internet friends. Hello. Hello. Uh, so we are going to go ahead and get started with some announcements first. Uh, number one, we want to thank our incredible sponsor, Free League Publishing. Uh, this stream would not be possible without them. Uh, they graciously sent us advanced copies of their TTRPG, which as we are recording this, it came out yesterday. And we are so excited that other people can get their hands on it. So go to freeleaguepublishing.com if you would like to order your own copy of The One Ring, whether it is the bundle, the starter set, the core rulebook, the dice, the maps, just go to Free League publishing.com today we also are very excited to announce as we did last week we finally got merchandise so the merchandise is up in the store right now and probably has been for a few weeks by the time you are watching this so hope you've enjoyed if you haven't gotten yours donmarshall72merch.com all of the proceeds go to making this stream somewhat better whether it is hiring artists or booking special uh guests that uh very much desire payment for their time uh and also keep an eye out for our next merch i for one will welcome our bird overlords which i'm absolutely going to do given the response that we've gotten so far at about the one hour mark we will be taking a break make sure you're paying attention in chat there will be a link where you can enter to win a digital copy of the one ring uh, which is phenomenal. Hope you all enjoy that. Want to give a very special thank you to a few others. Uh, most of the artwork here is done by the very talented Sarah M. Shunky. She goes by Sarah M. Shunky on Instagram. You can find her there. The battle maps are done by Little Wit, the cartographer. You can find Little Wit on Facebook. We will have one of those uh, maps in just a moment. The music has been lovingly crafted by Cullen Vance. You can stream all of his music on Spotify, Bandcamp, and iTunes. I cannot wait for all of you to hear it because it is going to be amazing. All right. Oh, final thank you uh, to my wife, who goes by Nat20Wife on social media. Honey, um, she's literally right behind me in the kitchen while I record this so she can hear everything I say. Honey, Thank you. Uh, you keep all of these streams together and tell me what ideas are good and bad and when I'm being too overbearing and too hyper and keep me on track with all this. So thank you very much. Thank you, honey. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Max says thank you, honey, as well. Thank you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Without further ado, are we ready to begin? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes sure. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. This story so far has featured three characters, two elves, Halwith and Tanel, who were traveling to Rivendell from Lothlorien on a mission from Galadriel. On their way, they met the eccentric dwarf, Beery. In Rivendell, however, they discovered that the One Ring had been found, and eventually the decision was made to fly the eagles to Mordor to destroy the ring as quickly as possible. But the fellowship that went on that journey failed. One of the eagles, Gwaihir the Windlord, was tempted by the ring, killed the entire fellowship, and flew directly into the great eye of Sauron atop Barad-dûr in Mordor, cast aside the spirit of Sauron, and now rules Middle-earth for his very own. Meanwhile, Elrond became possessed because he controls one of the elven rings of power, and Gwaihir was able to take control of that ring since he knows where it is. However, you all managed to save him, and Halwith cut off his arm. You then accompanied Elrond's three children to collect the bodies of the Fellowship, but Arwen left early, 
and buried Aragorn before you got there, where you discovered on Aragorn's gravestone that Arwen is pregnant with their child. Her brothers followed her as she fled south for some unknown reason. You took the bodies back to Rivendell. You managed to defeat a zombie version of Gandalf, who also had one of the elven rings of power. Uh, very quickly, Halloweth cut off his arm after some quite martial art moves by Tanel. Nicely done. Meanwhile, when you got back to Rivendell, though, you discovered that Glorfindel, who had essentially taken over for Elrond, was being tempted by the ring. You managed, after a little bit of struggle, to get a hold of that ring. And you now hold two of the elven rings on the decrepit, withering hand of Gandalf <laughs> the Grey. Not dissimilar to a Marvel uh, entity where there's a hand with a bunch of gems on it <clears throat> oh, infinity totally gauntlet fine. it's totally fine totally really? fine yeah no <laughs> 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 eager as you both uh may have been to get back to lothlorien and beery eager to see adventure when glorfindel asked you to wait to travel back uh to lothlorien as you waited for news of the scouts he asked you to travel to the north towards but not necessarily to angmar to seek the dunedain the rangers of the north and of course you didn't roll high enough so you wound up not finding any of these dunedain instead you decided to do the exact opposite of what glorfindel told you to do and went immediately into karn doom the fortress of angmar inside you discovered the bones of an ancient ice drake but you heard footsteps upstairs that caught your attention as you investigated on the second floor you discovered a room with a man bound and gagged next to that man two people dark-skinned, blue-robed, trapped inside an enormous crystal. As you took the gag out of the man that had been captured, he looks at you and goes, help me free the wizards. Meanwhile, Tanel and Beery, who were still outside in the hallway, turn around to find a man who is not the Witch King of Angmar, but rather a red-cloaked entity known as Mordreth said, I am Mordreth, and you will die. Justin, come on in. What? <laughs> what? Hello. Hi. Oh! <laughs> oh, beautiful people. Hi. Hey. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> so cool. Hi. Oh, my God. Hi. Hi. I haven't even done anything yet, guys. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big surprise. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Folks, Hello. For those watching at home, this is Justin Jordan. He goes by Freddie's roommate on TikTok. We have been working on this for quite a while. I reached out to God. Justin initially. I said, hey, do you want to be a part of this? He said, can I be Black Aragorn? And I said, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that's how the conversation went. Pretty easy. Easy sell for me. <laughs> my heart's about to explode out of my chest i'm so happy right now <laughs> you really snuck a fast one on us there buddy oh, oh my we God. knew what we were doing we knew what we were doing and it could possibly go wrong right <laughs> yeah yeah. Exactly. yeah exactly would you like to find out <laughs> let's find out all let's right go tori yeah. max i need you both to choose your stances for this battle halloweth oh captured man Captured man. Tell me exactly what is happening right now. Halloweth, you break the gag off mm -hmm. of this man and you see that he is just, you know, still, you know, wrapped up, clearly captured for some reason. What are you doing? 
Um, I think the immediate question is, as I, I'm rushing to untie him at the moment because he's clearly sort of in, in, in distress and quickly to help. Please, yes. Okay, uh, I don't even know your name right now. Who are you? How did you get here? Who's coming? Uh, are my hands still bound? Uh, your hands are still bound. Uh, they are tied behind your back and your feet are bound, but it's a cloth. Okay, I'm currently I'm... unwrapping his hands. Though. Okay, cool. You can you can walk and talk at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Both. Okay, I would like to say, um, give me your sword. Oh, jeez. And I, I just almost instantly. There you go. <laughs> I, I, t- I take the sword. Is there is there any bad guys near? Uh, so there are no, there is just the one bad guy outside the uh, door. Um, and because he got the drop on you, uh, Mordreth is going to go use one of his uh, surprise actions to take his, uh, I don't want to necessarily call it a force push, but in the same way that Galadriel <laughs> kind of banished uh, Sauron into uh, the outside of uh, Barad-dor, uh, Mordreth is going to take his hand and push you two back into the room. So the four of you are now stuck in the room and he is in the doorway. Let me get the battle map up. Oh my <laughs> God. Nice. So much is happening. Can I say, I know. As, I, as I quickly unsheath my sword and hand it to him, I take a big step back and draw my bow. I am like willing to oblige, but also take the precautions here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, All right. Smart, smart. <laughs> oh, oh, <boy. laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. So, okay. Okay. Beery, Tanel, you two yes. are pushed back about ten feet to the front of the tables, where mm-hmm. on it sit a number of empty vials, regular potion vials, basically everything. Hallowith, um, captured man. You are to the <laughs> right of the crystal. There is a window on the right-hand side of the room, as well as a number of very sharp uh, torture devices. By the way, uh, Justin, we're still on the phone call. I'm going to go ahead and hang up right now. (laughs) That's probably a good idea. Totally forgot to hang up. (laughs) To the left is a wooden closet. And then uh, across most of the other walls are various uh, shelves that have potions uh, with vials that are both shattered and full of different liquids of different colors. You do not know uh, what they do. So I would like everybody to choose their stances. Where are you all right now? Oh my God. Uh, Well, Tanel's rearward immediately. With with my action, would I be able to be take out a shield and just hand hammer, would he be able to rush the door and try to fill the space? You would be able to do that, but I would need your stance first. Are you just in case? Oh, defensive. Decide. Yeah. Okay. So defensive. So Beery is defensive. Halloween. Um, well, I'm still right by the sort of very back end of the room. So mm-hmm. I think my, mm-hmm. my bow whips around to the doorway. All right. This awful presence is, so I'll be in rearward as well. All right. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, captured man, Justin. Um, I would like to be in the forward position. Forward position. All right. Excellent. <laughs> oh, oh, also, hang on. Hang on. No more surprises. My heart can't take. No, no, no. There's one more. There's one more. Surprise. Justin, apologies. I did not get the chance to include you in this because I didn't know you were going to be part of this episode until after I had submitted the request. <laughs> we have yet another piece of incredible artwork by Sarah M. Shunky. I would like to present Excellent. what the three of you see in front of you. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh. boy. Oh, boy. Dear God. Oh, God, no. Piece of cake. No big deal, guys. Come on. Oh, my no God. No big deal. 
Yeah, we totally we totally got this. We That's totally so got good. this. Oh, we're Holy smelting God. those those plates down. Oh yeah. It's guys, we're dialed. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Let's Holy begin. crap. So oh. menacing. It oh is. my god. Okay. Captured man, Justin, your character. Uh, <laughs> you have the ability to uh, charge forward using your movement since you are in the forward position. You get to go first. You are at the far back of the room. The dark-skinned men with the blue robes are stuck in that crystal. And just before uh, you said, give me your sword, what you said to Hallowith was, help me free the wizards. And that's where we ended the last time. So. The choice is yours. What would you like to do right now? Okay, I'm going to look back at the wizards. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look back at this guy who who just force pushed us into this room, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to take my sword. I'm like, my turn. I'm going to take the table that's in front of us. I'm going to push it all the way so he's pinned against the door. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, So yeah, go ahead and give me an athletics check to see if you are able to to push uh, this with as much strength as you possibly can. Come on, Justin. D12, then that's two dots on athletics. Yes, so you're gonna roll one D12 and two D6 to try and hit that target number. That is a 12 and a one and a two. Did you roll the the Gandalf Uh, G-Rune? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, you don't have the special dice. Did you roll a 12? I rolled a 12, a one and a two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, you don't have the dice, um, so I need to explain this to you. When we were given the dice by Free League Publishing, the 12 is actually the Gandalf G rune. Oh, that's so cute. It also means an instant success. So you grab this table and it is surprisingly light. Hallowith, or excuse me, um, uh, Beery and Tanel, quick, jump out of the way. And the table is just, and you, with all of your force, just knock this guy back. And he is actually going to fall back because of the force of the table. And you acted so quickly from what he was originally in, which was the forward position where he gets an extra D6 to attack to the open position. So nicely done. So you have a few seconds using your quick reaction. If you would like to say anything to the group, now is your chance. You have a few seconds to talk. Go for it. Don't just stand there. Do something. <laughs> I'm going like, come on, do something. <laughs> what what do we see? Up? What does this guy look like? Okay, yeah. so in front of you, why don't I bring up? Hang on, hang on. Yay. Oh, yay. So the three of you look in front of you at this very, very angry man, bald, full beard. Instead of the sword in the hand, it's an ax, but that was just when we made the character. He is angry, he's got that septum piercing, the boots and everything he's wearing, even though this is the Hero Forge thing, is ragged and he has not been treated well. He has been pushed to the side. Which brings me to my next point of action. Beery, you are up next because you chose the defensive stance. What are you doing? Oh my goodness, okay. What the, so right now is, is it pinned by, did he get knocked so he, by the table he, he What he did, he's not pinned, but he got knocked back enough okay. that it is gonna take his next action, which may or may not be after you, if you were paying attention, uh, to to get back onto the table and come into the room. Ooh, yeah, my, right now, Beery's main goal is to keep this thing from gaining on the people behind him. So mm-hmm. he's rushing forward with his shield up and trying to 
use the uh, pretty much use the surroundings advantageously. Trying, Just like yeah, to block the door, trying to like block him out. But he, being his height, is kind of like a Dutch door. Like they still have access to his whole upper half. You know, it's just the bottom is slammed shut. Right. So you've actually got, they were able, so so Justin's character was able to block the door and you are on top of the door. So you are now blocking the <laughs> okay, whole perfect. door. So, so he's running on top of the table and like blocking it. <laughs> all right. Love okay. it. Uh, so Tanel, you are now up. You are <laughs> just sort of out of the way off to the side uh, on mm-hmm. this on this table. So what are you doing? The, the door is blocked. A little rattled by the sudden yelling. <laughs> She just like yeah. t- staring at Justin's character, just takes out a bow and kneels and aims under Beery to start shooting at him. So she'll shoot, uh, fire an arrow at him. Do you do you take the shot? Yes. Okay, cool. Because He's shot- right now. <laughs> yeah, so, so we this practiced shot- this. We practiced this at camp. Yeah. I'm still gonna say this shot is taken with disadvantage because okay. there are multiple things blocking your path. And if you That's- roll the one, you might accidentally hit a friend. Right, okay. Right in the butt. All right, so I'm going to roll my two d12s first, and then I'll roll the two d6s after Go for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Twelve. Again, off rune. I'm serious. I'm so At disadvantage. Serious. You wait, At wait, wait. At disadvantage. Oh, wait. Ah. Oh no. Gotcha. Oh, God damn it! it. I got there so excited that I you saw wait. like. You wait. It's going to be an eye of Sauron now. No, it was a nine. It was a nine. Okay. 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 Sorry, everybody. I got excited <laughs> that there was a 12. <laughs> okay, oh, Jesus. Uh, 13 total. Do you hit your target number? No! I miss it by no. one. Oh my God. You take out the arrow and it manages to pass through Beery's legs, but goes <laughs> wide of this red-robed man. Hallowith, you are up standing by the uh, the crystal. Yeah, um, can I? What is the, can I like investigate and see what this crystal is? Uh, yeah, give me, uh, roll an insight check for me. Uh, that's an Eye of Sauron, so oh, probably nothing. Yeah, <laughs> look, look ev- everything in front of you, these are just, just two two dudes chilling in a big crystal five feet apart, because that's a Vine reference. I'm no. not going to continue with that <laughs> don't one. Do the, don't stop it. No, I won't, I won't. Uh, um, yeah, you have no idea. Okay, cool. Um, instinct takes hold. He's going to fire at the crystal. <laughs> okay, so your insight check was actually your action. Would you like to use oh, your no, prepared... Getting... Would you okay. like to use I'll... your prepared shot yeah. as your... I use my prepared shot as, as my next one, yeah. All right, go ahead and try and fire. You're trying to hit your target number with yep. disadvantage because it's between Beery's legs. Yeah, that's another Eye of Sauron already, so that's great. <clears throat> Wait, are you shooting at the crystal or the dude? I was at the crystal. Okay. Oh, you're shooting it's, at the crystal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, Not Beery's jewels. Nothing. Okay. Abs- yeah. Perfect. No. I was. I was about to say Beery. You take Beery's you know, four points. Uh, treasures are safe. For now. Okay. For now. All right. The okay. So the bow <laughs> fires the arrow and binks off as if there is absolutely nothing that can penetrate it. Uh, upon firing this arrow, you get the sense that like this probably isn't gonna work. No. With what I have with me. If it just plinks off the yeah. crystal, that's yeah. unlikely. Okay. We're back to the top of the order. Worth a shot. Ragged man. Justin, you're up. Yeah, I, uh, so the guy's on the ground, right? He's prone? Uh, so he got knocked uh, back, but he did not get knocked down. So he is outside of the room in that little hallway area. Um, and you kind of feel like he's about to jump up on the table uh, and, and start storming in. 
Okay, I jump on the table. You also jump on the table. <laughs> so I we just got a table, table party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're back behind uh, Beery, who's got his shield raised, just kind of uh, ready to go. Uh, do you take any other action as your secondary action? I throw my sword at him. I just throw it. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> just beat me in the back. I just so, throw it. Because a sword is not a thrown weapon, yeah, and it is considered a projectile, you're making this with disadvantage. So go yeah. ahead and make an attack roll with disadvantage. Hey, just roll another 12, you got this. Yeah. Um, and that is two dots, so that's two d6, right? Two d6 uh, plus the d12, but you're rolling the d12 twice because it's uh, okay. ill-favored. Okay. Uh, that is a 10 and a nine and a and for the two D6s, I got a five and a two. So that does... Seven plus nine is 16, and your target number for strength 12. is is 12. Yes. Okay. Yeah! So, it, Beery, you watch from behind you as this sword just, you hear, ah! and the sword just comes flying behind you, Hallowet's sword. You're like, hang on. I know th that sword. That's yeah. not your, and, uh, Mordreth is going to go ahead and take three points of damage. <laughs> nice. All right. So, uh, Mordreth, now being in the open position, is going to go ahead and use uh, his main action to jump up on the table. Uh, he is then going to use his legendary action to screech. Please hold. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Beery and Justin. The two of you here. You have disadvantage on your next attack rolls. Oh no. When you fight this guy, he is then going to use his secondary action to um, jump up on top of the um, table and make a uh, swipe at you uh, with his arm and use another one of his abilities. And he is, that's 3d6. You watch as faster than any normal human should be able to move. He jumps up onto the table, grabs you by the head, and your vision goes black. As your vision goes black, you're kind of in that sort of like dream world, almost like what you see in, in Stranger Things where you can kind of see yourself. And as you turn around, you see Aragorn. And Aragorn says, you are a failure. You remain in the blackness. Uh, Beery, you are up. I just got chills. Oh, that's, that sucks. Dude, <laughs> I get whoa, okay. No. <laughs> Okay. Um, shield is up. Um, seeing uh, Alouette's <laughs> sword stuck into its. Where's where's the sword stuck? Is it stuck or did it just the, hit? the the sword is is stuck in like the shoulder blade, but it doesn't seem to be affecting him. You don't see any blood. You don't see any okay. anything. Um, much like a chisel or something like that. Uh, Beery's gonna call back to Alouette. Nice shot, and and is going to try and strike the the actual pommel of it to drive it in with the with this hammer. Ooh, I like the ingenuity. I will give you, if you manage to hit your target number, I will give you, you can deal the extra sword damage plus whatever the hammer is. So go ahead and roll. 
Okay, so um, I am swinging with one less d6 because I'm a defensive, correct? You are, yes. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And I'm at disadvantage. Or, you sorry, do I'm roll favored. a disadvantage, yes. Okay. So 2d down, the lesser okay. of the two. Oh, no. Wish me luck, guys. Yeah. Um, oh, just, just shy. Sorry, so, guys. Theory, you take this hammer and you thunk, and it hits the body. But it doesn't really seem to affect him all that much, and you've missed the sword. With my combat task, uh, can I protect companion and try and keep um, whatever it just did to our, my new buddy behind me uh, mm -hmm. from ever happening again? So trying to protect him. Okay, so what? What remind me what that does again? Yes, um, protect companion is a, a roll of a battle. Uh, oh right, battle is one of your abilities. Yes. Let me actually. Defensive stance. Uh, sorry. No, no, we're good. We're good. Remind me again. On this test roll, the next attack aimed at the protected player uh, lose one d. They lose ah, one d six. Perfect. Towards it. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. So let me roll for battle real quick. Oh, that's a crit. Oh, okay. You absolutely succeed. You know you're going to be able to protect this this new friend who, for some reason, is screaming all of the time. Tanel, you're up. Okay, uh, I am going to, again, just kind of like move as best as I can to almost like shoot around the two people that are in front of this guy. So I'm going to, uh, again, still rearward, I'm going to take my bow shot. Go for and it. I'm assuming, is that, he's now on the table. So is that still disadvantage or would uh, it be? It's, it's a small enough angle that you, you don't see too much of him, but if you can shoot above uh, Justin's character's shoulders or underneath the legs, it would still be a, a, a disfavored. Disadvantage, okay, all right. It's uh, same thing, I'm gonna roll 2d12 first and then like d6. Mm -hmm. Wow, two sixes, so. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Best of luck roll. then. Please let me roll high. Okay, hold on. Nope, 12, target oh. number's 14. God. You bring another arrow and just can't seem to hit it with all of this space that you're working with, and there's not much. Hallowith, you're up. Is there, is, in his armor, is there a clear, I mean, I have obviously very keen sight. Can I see any basically gaps in his helm at all? So this is this is more a ring wraith sort of situation no. where he's he's wearing the, the, the shoulders to cover it and like a basic chest plate. But other than that, it's mostly robes that seem almost ceremonial to you, but it's not quite like he was expecting a battle, like he's not in full armor. Okay. I'm gonna use this action then to, do I, do I have like a, a tinder box on me? Like a thing to like, I would just- Yeah, yeah. Like campfire. Okay. I'm going to <laughs> use the whack as sort of oil for like a lamp or whatever to, to light things, then, Get the tip of my arrow in that and use my action to light it and basically create a fire arrow. Yeah. Okay. So typically, uh, bows will deal. Um, hang on. Great axe. Where's the bow? Bows will typically Great. deal three damage, but if this is fire, I will allow you to uh, roll 1d6 if you successfully hit for extra fire damage. Go ahead. Cool. Okay. You got a hit though, and your rolling is ill-favored because oh. you're still blocking the door. Okay. 
Is that a one or is that a seven? <laughs> it must be a seven because the one is the eye of Sauron. Okay. Um. Come on, Alleyworth. Uh, I do indeed hit my target number. All right. Yes. All right. So the bow sends the arrow forward through Beery's legs. Beery, you feel the wind of this. And you also notice there's some fire underneath that thing. Halloweth, roll me. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll roll a 1d6 just to see how okay, much damage sure. he takes. That is a four. Okay. So he takes seven damage. Okay. So nice. you, uh, uh, Ragged Man Justin and, uh, and Beer, you watch as an arrow sinks into this being's uh, uh, shin and the robes catch on fire and they start to catch. So he's going to take 1d6 damage of fire per turn unless he puts it out. Yes. And we are back to the top of the order. Uh, Justin, you're up. Okay, so what is on the table? Yeah, on the yeah, table, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me bring it up. Let me bring it up. So on the table, in front of you, uh, you see most of the vials that were on. You you picked the right one, um, I think you said. Um, mm -hmm. So that right table had a bunch of vials on it that were filled with liquid, uh, as well as uh, a bunch of what seemed to be like jagged uh, shaped objects that could potentially be some sort of like device used to carve or cut, but it's kind of unclear. This is a weaponry you've not really been used to seeing before. Okay, and the guy is standing up? He is on the table with you. And who is after me? He is. Which ally, which one of my allies is after me? Uh, Beery. That would be Beery. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would like to take one of these sharp objects. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to look at Beery and I say, I go low, you go high. And I take the sharp object and I stab it into the guy's foot hopefully pinning him oh so my ally can push him off the table okay <laughs> great great great, great. Perfect. all right so amazing this is going to be a contested athletics role because he is going to attempt to force push you back so go ahead and give me uh an athletics roll to grab this item this very sharp just like thing and okay. we'll see who rolls higher. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I add my uh, D6s, right? You do add your D6s, okay. yes, for athletics. That is in nine plus five plus six. That is nine plus five plus six is uh, 20. Okay. Okay. He rolled a 21. Oh, bad, no! Bad, bad. Theory. Oh. Justin, you watch as his hand shoots out as you try and do this, and you two are both pushed back off of the table, and he that and that's the the uh, secondary uh, or that's your main action rather. So he is going to use his main action now to walk forward to you and uh, pull out a giant Morgul blade, bigger than anything you have ever seen, two handed. And he is going to attempt to attack you, Halberad, as his main action. Fair, 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 fair. One less d6. One less d6. Oh, okay, okay. Got you, buddy. Mm-hmm, Just a little dwarf by your legs. 
<laughs> he did hit his target number, I'm afraid. Oh, fair enough. So, uh, Ragged Captured Man, you now take five points of damage. That's not bad. Okay. I'm now going to need to make a luck roll, which, because it doesn't exist as a mechanic in this game, is just a straight d12. Ooh, you got very lucky there on something I haven't told you about yet. All right, Beery, you're up. Oh God! What, what was that? <laughs> no, I'll let you know if it works. I'll let you know okay. If it works. All right. Um. So he shoved us back, right? Imagine like Beery just kind of. Yeah. 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 Um. How close am I to the table behind me? Uh, you're right back up against it. Okay. Um. Seeing that his shins are like gonna catch on yeah. fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. There's there's liquids and bottles and things. Yeah. On... Vials of just things you have no idea. Uh, so yeah, you would absolutely be able to just grab this, sniff this, and throw it if you want. <laughs> yeah, he, after getting like you know force pushed backwards, he's gonna <laughs> grind his you know his boots across the floor, holding his shield up, and turn around and seeing the bottles right behind him. Grab, I mean, probably only has time for like grabbing one, huh? You can yeah, you can probably only grab one. Grab one, sniff test it. Does it smell flammable? Roll a d6. <laughs> when I tell you I have this whole battle planned out, I have yeah, what's yeah, in the yeah, potions. Yeah. Three. Three. Middle of the road. Middle of the road? Yeah, this smells flammable to you. Just fucking it. All right. Smells flammable. Uh, go flammable. ahead and make a make an athletics check. Uh, and because he is so close to you, I'll allow you to do it with, uh, with advantage. Oh, boy. Okay, 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 okay. Because he's currently engaged with uh, Justin's character. Here we go, guys. <laughs> oh no! Uh, it's not his his cup of tea. Don't. It is a, it is not a success. You so you miss your target number. So you f- quick throw the bottle. It just goes wide. You you miss <sighs> on all of this. Uh, would you like to do Damn anything it. for your secondary action? Um, uh, is, he, is he? I hope he's close enough to this raggedy raggedy guy. Um, also protecting him. You are st- yeah. If you if you want to still do the uh, the protect combat, absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to do a little bit of a shield wall kind of a situation. Sure, sure, sure. You're you're both technically engaged in combat with him, but he just went after uh, Justin's character first. Perfect. Tanel, you are up. Right. Do I do I need to use an action to call anything out, or can I yell out? You can yell out. Okay. Uh, I'm as I'm sort of notching an arrow. I'm going to yell out, "Good sir, might you know how to defeat this thing?" Calling to. Character, Justin. Justin's character, you have yes. a chance to respond. <laughs> Hit it! <laughs> One time! Hit it! <laughs> Fair enough, and she'll draw oh, back and fire. Excellent. Go ahead uh, and make an attack roll then, if you'd is like. Is it still at a disadvantage or... No, no, he's no, okay. he's full on in the room now. You're rolling normally. Please, for the love of God! Come on, Janelle, you got this. Gandalf. Oh, <laughs> that is an instant success. Dang. And then also a six on the die. A six. So because you are using a bow, you have the ability to get Whoa. an extra bit of piercing damage, which is an extra d6. Yeah. So you hit your target number with the bow, and that means he is down three more points of damage. Yes. All right. And you roll a d6. How much All damage right. is he taking? All right. Let me see. Oh, that jumped. Six. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wow. You. My watch. luck is turning around. 
Here we go. You watch as another arrow uh, hits his him right in the chest, kind of where that sword that is still stuck there uh, still is. Again, no blood seeping out, but it does seem to kind of like oh, catch him by surprise a little bit. Um, he is going to uh, use his uh, reaction at the end of your turn to um, take out a quick vial from in the robes, uh, slather it onto his sword, and uh, prepare to attack. Halloweth, you're up. Oh, fun. I um, hate that. The hell? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna dip, I'm gonna take a gamble and dip the next arrow into a vial, one of the vials. I don't know what one. Okay. We'll find make, out. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me. Okay. One of the, yeah, just just one of the vials. Just, yeah, just a regular attack roll, and we'll have you roll a d6 afterwards. Oh, boy. Um, I got a six on one of them, one of the d6. Okay. I get a total of, bloody hell, um, <laughs> a total of 23, which is like 11 over my... Yes, it is. Target yes! Over. Okay, so you... Uh, uh, so do me a favor, roll 1d6 for what type of damage this is going to be, and another d6 for how much extra damage this is going to be. Oh, man. Okay. Man, welcome to the Thunderdome bathrobe. <laughs> yeah! It is a, one type of damage, and there's four of it. Four damage. Okay, so he takes three damage from your bow, then an extra three, you said, uh, Sorry, an extra one damage? So, so the, I, I rolled a one for what type of damage it is, okay. and a four for... Got it. Okay, so he is now down to... Uh, ooh. As little blood as there is, when this arrow thunk, sinks into him, you watch as... Ooh, oh, oh, and his skin in the sword hand, even though there's there's gloves uh, on it, you see just the, the pale, flesh-colored tones starts to go just slightly more pale almost to a gray very quickly you are also lucky yeah. enough that he is still on fire so he's going to roll another d6 and take three more points of damage oh my god nice all right justin you're up Okay, so am I on the table or did he? No, you two have both been pushed back to the other table. You're currently engaged in battle with him. Is he on the table still? No, he has jumped down. He is full on attacking you. Mm, what is around me? Anything I could throw? Anything? Behind you are a table full of vials. There are some sharp objects on that table. Yeah. I'm going to tackle him. Bum rush. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, go ahead and make an athletics check for me. All you have to do is beat your target number. Oh, oh come on, buddy. Plus two dots. It's 2d6. Mm -hmm. This is payback. Actually, you know what? He is currently in the four. I've been rolling with uh, the 3d6 because he was in the forward position. Go ahead and roll it with an extra d6 uh, because that's how forward works. He gets that disadvantage against you. Okay, so for the d12, I rolled a six. And for the D6s, I rolled a five, a three, and a six. So, so you hit your target number. Yes. yes. All right. Yes. Ready, man, you full on, no weapon in hand because you threw the sword. You <laughs> grab him and just bear tackle him. The three of you watch as these two just like, almost like a cartoon, hit the ground, 90 degree fall. Uh, you do have a secondary action. Uh, would you like to say anything while this is happening? 
Can, um, can I grab his sword that he did? Uh, you thingy? you can make it. So because the way physics works, the sword came out of his body <laughs> and is now clattered on the floor. So I will say you can use your secondary action to grab the weapon, but you couldn't attack. I'm going to I'm gonna grab it. I, I don't want him to have it. I okay. want to grab it. You go ahead and grab the sword. Uh, he is now going to go ahead and use uh, one of his other legendary actions because oh of what you just did, although he will be rolling with, uh, no, because he's going after you, so he'll be able to do this. So the the protect thing, this wouldn't be considered a, a combat thing. This is just, okay. yeah, yeah, you're, you're stuck there. All right. <laughs> Ooh, he does not succeed. Okay, you watch, the three of you watch as this red robed man grabs this man's face and lets out this guttural shriek but Justin, you feel no effect as if this you're able to somehow resist this magic. Beery, you're up. I mean, <laughs> just seeing this dude just lay out a, a straight up decleat this red rope guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> would it be like a speaking action just to like toss him? No, it'd probably be an action. Hit it, stab him, hit him. Oh, I know, <laughs> I, I, want, I want to make sure, well, you have the sword, don't. He has the sword, yeah. He has the sword, okay. Um, Okay, okay, all right, here we go. He's gonna drop his hand hammer and his Mm -hmm. shield Mm -hmm. to the side and Mm -hmm. begin to put together his, uh, the anvil hammer, pretty much connecting the handle to the hammerhead itself. Okay, so I will say, you you, this is gonna take your action, so you're ready for it next time, this big two-handed mace. So you've got this huge anvil that clamps on to the to the spike um and and you're ready for it would you like to take a secondary action it wouldn't be an attack but it could be something else you'd like to do um can he just with his foot slide uh just his 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 extra hammer towards him you know scrapping on the ground just in case he needs it would that be uh, enough just to kind of so, take it so, over? So he is already clutching the sword in one hand and has bear tackled this guy. So just he would, trying to get it near him, just in case. Yeah, you can get near him, but you know, there are there would only be that weapon would be near you. Just in case he throws it again. I don't know. Yeah. I just want to yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. he's got all the tools at his disposal. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. Okay. Cool. Um I'll be know, with you in a second. And he's just like got a ratchet and he's got tools, he's putting this <laughs> thing together. Tanel, you're up. Great. Okay. Uh, I now that he's on the floor, uh, she is gonna just still re- rearward, uh, move around so that she can see this terrifying form's head at least, mm-hmm. and pull back and aim for his head for what she would assume would be his face. Uh, yeah, where where the the cloak is in the very Nazgul style, yes. you can't see his face, but it's still mm-hmm. blocked. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he is uh, prone. Usually mm-hmm. I would say this is disadvantage, but because another body is on top of him, mm-hmm. I'll say you're just gonna roll regularly for this. Ro- okay, perfect. Let me get my, pull my stuff up. Okay, please. I've been doing really well, so I hope my dice don't betray me. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 21. 21. So that nice. totally, yeah. Nice. Tanel, you bring the arrow back. Like very slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very Tariel-like. Like, oh, yes. Slide. Nice. You watch as the arrow goes into the cloth of the head, but the body is still moving. 
This was not a kill shot like you wanted it to be. Halloweth, you're up. God. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna dip my arrow in that same potion, which I did before, another mm -hmm. one. I'm gonna jump onto the table and mm -hmm. just aim down mm -hmm. into the mask and try and just do a, a bit, you know, uh, Legolas or with a cave troll slash Olivant style. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Do it. All right. Regular attack roll on this one. Okay. Um, I've got, got a six with one of my D6. And I beat my target number. Yes. All right. Cool. So go ahead and uh, roll one D6 to see how much extra damage you do. Mm hmm. Okay, both, yeah, uh, I roll, oh, sorry, I rolled two, oops. Uh, rolled two. You rolled a two, all right, so he takes an additional two damage, and you you said you dipped it into that same one? Yeah. yeah all right, yeah. cool. So, um, mechanically, it doesn't really uh, matter, so I'm just gonna tell you, uh, that was poison. Uh, so he, because, um, Justin, you tackled him, the fire that was on him went out, so he's no longer taking fire damage. However, he is going to take another, potentially, an additional five poison damage that round. Good Lord, I had so much cool stuff. You guys are rolling crazy. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and say he's gonna use another one of his secondary actions. Yeah, there we um, go. And <laughs> he's going to attempt to... <clears throat> oh no. All right, so. It's not a good sign. No. One... <laughs> I don't like pauses. Don't no, no. <laughs> With the one hand, Justin, that your character has out, he is able to bring his other hand out because it was trying to grab your face, but he's not gonna go after your face anymore. Instead, he's going to point it towards the doorway and start muttering. Y'all are on the second floor. You start hearing noises on the first floor. Oh, no. Uh, wait, like downstairs? Like downstairs on the first there, floor, you were previously the, what, the ice at. Thing? The ice rake? Mm -hmm. Yeah, where the ice drake was. The bones ice of drake. the ice drake was. Oh, good. <clears throat> so, do I know how close this person is to death? You get the sense that you have put a decent amount of damage onto him, and he has not done a decent amount of damage to you. Do I mean, I to you sense? specifically, he's yeah. attacked, but like he's he's not looking great. So do Ooh. I get a sense of how sensitive the crystals are? You've been close enough to it that I will say, yeah, you, you probably understand better than anyone else here how uh, how the crystals would work. Would a enchanted sword thrown at them break them? Give me a lore check here. Ooh. And I won't make this your action. I'll just do this Ooh. as like something happening in your mind's eye. Okay, is that awesome. is two dots. So that's 2d6. So d12, right? Mm -hmm. mm. And what's the target number for that? Uh, that it's... would be your uh, wit, I believe. Whatever the third one is. Third one, so that's a 12. Okay. Yeah. Mm, that is a two plus a three plus a five. I, you you think it's like, ah, it's, it's a long shot? Probably not, though. 
well, I'm going to take the sword and I'm going to shove it in his face. Okay, cool. So you are still... <laughs> You are still technically on top of this guy. Would you like to get up or are you attempting to like take the sword and just like, like almost ground and pound from MMA on top of him? No, um, Halberd is a, uh, I guess he's a tabletop. So I'm just going to, you know, okay. put the sword right through his face. You know Amazing. I mean? Amazing. Warrior. Nice. Yeah. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Okay. So it's turning them to two dots, two D six. Uh, that is 11 plus 1 plus 5. So that is a uh, 17. And that, is, grab, that does yeah, beat my target number. That hits. You Just grab Halloweth's sword and stick it in this guy's face. The body? Wait, no, it was the, oh, oh, I'm it sorry. Was the sword that he conjured, right? Oh, and you grabbed his sword. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. No, my mistake. All right, you grab this two-handed sword and it's big, but you... Stick it in his face. Uh, body keeps moving, though, still writhing on the ground, but it is it is not looking good. All right. So at the end of your turn, he's going to go ahead and use Dominate. Anybody else hear that? Dominate? Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I said that out loud. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, God. What? Beery. Oh, perfect. He's over there with a ratchet. <laughs> As you are putting together all of these contraptions, you don't notice that the hand that was out by the door very quickly goes over to you and in your direction. Your whole world goes black. You cannot see anything other than your own body. Same sort of deal like the, uh, the upside down from Stranger Things. You hear footsteps behind you. Uh, turn to face it. Uh, hello? There is a dwarf that looks surprisingly like you. He looks at you and goes, You will never outlive my legacy. And bursts into flames. Your whole vision goes black. Beery, we're skipping your turn because that was a successful roll. Tanel, you're up. Oh God, that's emotional okay. damage. <laughs> Damn it. Yep. Uh, okay. I mean, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. She's gonna fire another arrow. Go for it. At his face. All right. Oh, uh, uh, okay. There we go. Oh. Okay. Oh, that was terrible. I just hit my target number. Just 14, hit the target 14. number. Yes. Without another arrow. Sinks it into the guy's head. Body is still moving. This is dreadful. Halloweth, you're image up. Of both me and Tanel just shooting arrows repeatedly into this thing's face while it just rides on the ground is rather amusing. Okay. Um... Actually, wait. Uh, before you go, uh, Tanel, you feel yes. the ground beneath you begin to shake, and you hear. Halloweth, now you're up. Oh, good. Oh, um, I'm going to dispense with the bow for now. Okay. I'm going to pick my own sword up from the ground mm -hmm. this time. Um, Are you going to cut off his hand again? <laughs> oh, 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 three for three, baby. Three Ooh, for three. That would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> um, 
Ooh. No. You know what? I'm going to dip it in mystery. I'm going to dip it in a random other other vial. Okay. Okay. Vial. So you wouldn't be able to dip. You would have to slather your sword in it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'll slather. Yeah. All right, cool. So that would be considered your secondary action, and then your main cool. action would be to attack. So go ahead and uh, roll a uh, d6, or excuse me, roll to see if you hit. Okay. Uh, oh, I do hit. You yes. do hit. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. Roll me a, uh, actually, I'll roll the d6. Okay. I, ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, so you you slather it on, no idea I, I, what yeah, it is. I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to go for... I'm gonna go for the hand. I'm gonna go for a hand. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. It's, it's gonna be his sword hand, his, his dominant hand. Mm -hmm, I'm assuming mm -hmm. he's a righty, um, and try and just have a good old swoosh, and then you swish and flick. Yeah, a swish yeah. and flick. So, Beery. Um, oh, never mind. You can't see any of this. Tanel, you watch as this thing who is just still grappled, but somehow still able to move, uh, who is pointing towards Beery. You watch as Hallowith just thunk, gone, and his casting arm falls uh, to the ground. That is going to trigger something else. <laughs> oh, oh, no. What? <laughs> what? It was I a trap. He knew, he knew, he I knew. I had a feeling you were going to do you this. Want, you lured me into something which was, could have been funny, now it's just going to be Terrible. <laughs> oh dear. Alois. Oh, what? As soon as your blade makes contact with the arm, your vision goes black. And then things start to turn green. And there is grass and trees around you. Like and you are on a small dais. And in front of you are dozens of elves. And you're in Lothlorien again, and they're applauding. And you look over to your right, and there's Galadriel. And she's looking at you, and you're looking at her, and it's this wonderful moment. And she says, thank you for saving our home. And gives you a quick kiss on the cheek. And she says, thank goodness you were able to use the rings. And you glance down, and two of the elven rings of power are on your hand and you look back up at Galadriel to thank her and her eyes are completely black. Your vision goes black again. Halbarad, you're up. Okay, so what position am I in? You are currently kneeling over this thing with your uh, his own sword in his face. Okay. What would it, what, how would that change if I changed to the open stance? Uh, you would have to back up uh, and and change your stance and use your movement to back up. You would no longer be on top of him. I would like to switch to the open stance. Okay. And use my royalty revealed um, ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, your king belongs to the blood and kings, but they blah, 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 blah. Once per combat, once you fight in the open stance, you may attempt the rally comrades combat task as a secondary action. Additionally, all members of the company you included are inspired on all of their roles in the, all of their roles in the following round. Okay, excellent. That's so that would awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it is. Nice. Yeah, it is. Okay, so you use that action. Uh, from a role play perspective, what do you say to rally these uh, newfound battle? So friends? I just 
stabbed the sword and mm-hmm. realized it's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look to the group, realizing that I can't do this by myself. And then I look to the dwarf who's like screwing in his hammer. And I say, are you done screwing around? Are you ready to end this fight? Um, I would like to take the sword. Uh, so that was my secondary action, right? So you can use, I think you can use the the abilities as that okay. secondary action. That's mm-hmm. your, yeah. yeah. So I haven't used my main action, right? You have not, no. So I want to take that long sword mm-hmm. and I'm going to try and strike the crystal as hard as I can. Ah, okay. So you would need to use your main action to move okay. over to the crystal yeah. and slice it and and just jam it into it. Uh okay. Yes. Oh my god. I need you to make an attack roll. Okay. With disadvantage. Uh, great. Okay. Disadvantage. Okay. So, I would add my sword ability. Mm-hmm. So that's So that's 3 dots in the combat proficiencies. Right? Yes. So you would roll 1d12. I'm sorry. You would roll 2d12, take the lesser of those 12 and 3d6s. Okay. What could possibly go wrong? Okay. Come on. That is a, a four and a six for the D12. So it's a four. Okay. Okay. And a five, a four, and a three. That is eight That's plus 16. three. So yeah, 16. 16. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And my target number is a 12. Perfect. Yes. Yes. You take the sword yes. and thunk. Amazingly enough, using this guy's sword, a chunk of the top, because obviously you're not trying to, to kill the two people inside, the chunk off the top thunk, comes off and that'll be your action. So, because you got off, he is now going to use his reaction at the end of your turn. Beery, you are still stuck in the um in the blackness and Hallowith, you are still stuck in the blackness. So you We're still both stuck. You're still oh. stuck. You hear his his words. Them? You did, but they're going to have to make so hang on, hang on cuz I I've prepared for this. Oh, you both take 5 points of damage. And oh, now God. I need you both to roll a D12 for me and just tell me what you get. Oh, okay. I got a six. Okay. <clears throat> Gandalf! Ah, nice. all right. So, Beery, you hear this, this inspirational voice of this newfound friend and phew, your vision suddenly comes back to you. And oddly enough, uh, it is, oh no, it's not your turn, excuse me. It's Mordreth's turn. Uh, Hallowith, you are still in the blackness. So Mordreth is going to uh, go ahead and pick up the ax that you started um, to kick over to this other guy and use it against you, Beery. So Beery- Oh, his own hammer? No, no, The you kicked over the ax that you were using. And so Mordreth is going to go ahead and pick it up. Uh, Beery, you take an additional five points of damage. Oof, okay. Okay. So you watch as this, uh, you're, you're trying to put it together, you've just come through and your vision just went dark and all of a sudden, oh, you feel, uh, uh, despite all of the armor that you're wearing, a very heavy uh, blow to your chest. He is now going to take a moment and try and grab you in the face. Oh. Oh. 
Uh, yeah, you're gonna take an additional. Three pissed points him off, of guys. Three points of damage. Three points of damage. Yeah. And and. Oh, as he grabs you by the face, your vision stays within this realm. At the end of that reaction, Halloweth, you watch as the arrow-filled face who was once peering down at Beery a moment ago <clears throat> looks over at you and goes, Give them to me. And he is going to quick use uh, yet another action to come up to be engaged in combat with you, Halloweth. So you are no longer in the rearward position to Nell, or excuse me, uh, Beery. Beery, you are up. Uh, can I see? Do I need to roll another d12? No, no, you can see, you can see. Oh my God. And did I hear uh, the raggedy man's inspiring- You uh, did. Yop? Yes, I love you it. did. Okay. After seeing what he saw and you know, being prodded so emotionally, um, and now he's feeling the pain kind of racking through his body. Uh, he's going to, he's, he's pissed. And now he's got his hammer together. Um, he's going to say, uh, Baruch Kazad and, um, uh, and go to town. Um, go for <laughs> he's it. He's going to swing with everything he's got. Does that mean he's going to be in the forward? Uh, so you would, in this case, you would be just in the regular open just position. Open. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Am I still technically inspired by the speech you are here we go buddy here we go okay um what the hell am i even doing okay here we go okay it's a yard sale okay okay um okay definitely hit my target number and i got a six you got a six so are yeah. you hitting with the flat side or the sharp side He's so pissed off right now. He's definitely hitting horn horn first. Cool. So you very quickly thunk, sink this huge anvil hammer with a sharp end in yeah. to his back. And as it's approaching Hallowith, you watch. Uh, uh, Hallowith, mm -hmm. you watch as the remaining hand reaches out towards you and quick as a flash is going to make an attempt to grab the bag on your belt that contains Gandalf's hand. Oh Please my hold. God. No, oh not the Infinity God. Gauntlet. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. There's eight. Done. Yeah, 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 bag containing. Oh, right. We have a lot to catch up on. <laughs> may, may I, may I? Yes, Just, go right ahead. Go. Yes, please. Justin, my players have now uh, found or obtained two of the elven rings of power, one from Elrond, whom they cut off the hand of, and one of Gandalf, whom Hallowith also cut the hand off of. In a fit of what I can only assume is madness, Hallowith decided to take the petrified hand of Gandalf that still had the ring on it because they didn't want to touch the ring and just put the other elven ring on the hand like the Infinity Gauntlet from Marvel. And so inside this bag that is attached to his body, is the hand, the withering hand of Gandalf with two of the elven rings on it. And I guess that this force of evil is able to sense them because he is going to very quickly, oh, hang on, I already rolled, that was a success. 
you watch as oh the the uh, Matlock sinks in by the sharp end to his back, but he <laughs> grabs it off of you, Halloweth, and now holds the bag in his hand. He is then going to use his shriek ability. Oh dear God! Oh no! It was it was a good idea until this exact moment. Yeah, we gotta you, separate them. You yeah. all have disadvantage on your next throws. Tanel, you're up. Okay, so the ins the inspiration was gonna give me advantage, right? But now yes. I have disadvantage, so I'm rolling. So you roll straight. Even. Great. Um, still horrified. You got yeah, horrified this. just by what just happened. She's just still firing arrows. Mm -hmm. Like this is the only thing she knows what to do and hoping that it still works. Gandalf on the tie. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Good work. What are you doing then? Oh my God. Okay, so I'm going to just one picture evidence. <laughs> she, she's going to like, almost at this point inspired and now through her own fear of hearing this terrible thing rumbling underneath her, just pull back and she's going to try to basically fire right next to the arrow that's currently through his head. Cool. And just release. You watch as thunk, the arrow sinks into his head with the sharp end of the mattock in its back and the arrow thunk in its head with the elven rings of power in the bag in its hand. Halloweth, standing in front of you, you watch as what seems to be some sort of magical blackness of conjuration that blocks whatever would show his face fades. And you see a human face with a human? jagged scar all the way down the right side of his face. From below the eye, down the cheek, down the neck, and then across the neck. His eyes, completely black, fade to a light green. He looks at you and goes, Thank you. Thunk falls to his knees. Thunk falls into your body and off to the side. Dead. And that is where we're going to take our quick five Whoa. minute break. <laughs> All right, let me write Folks some in the notes chat, down. Keep an eye out. There will be a link where you can enter to win a uh, copy of the digital version of The One Ring book set. We'll see you all in a moment. And welcome back. When we left off five minutes ago, the party had just <laughs> defeated Mordreth, the steward of Angmar. You all watched as the blackness that had blocked his face in some sort of veil fell. And in front of you stands Halloweth, what seems to you like a human in black robes, or excuse me, in red robes. Uh, can I make a law check to see if I would recognize him? Yes, you may. Cool. Alrighty. Yes, I beat my target number. <clears throat> Halloweth, 
as this veil of darkness falls from this man's face, you see the scar, you see the facial structure, you recognize the facial structure, you recognize images of paintings from your previous dealings with the Dunedine, of your travels to Gondor through the many years. This is Aarnor, the last king of Gondor that broke the line of kings. He is the reason that Gondor has been run by stewards for nearly the last thousand years. You think back to the time and you realize that he's been here a while. In the third age year 2050, Aarnor, 33rd king of Gondor, rode with an escort of his knights to Angmar to challenge the witch king to single combat. He entered the fortress and was never seen again. All of this comes back to you the instant the darkness falls and you watch as the last king of Gondor falls dead to the ground. We are out of combat and none of you know what Halloweth just discovered. Halloweth, what are you doing? Um, I kneel down. I, um, a kind of a look of, of like the sudden light bulb of recognition and just stunned. This guy has not been seen in thousands of years. This is huge. This is, this news is, will bring, so I, I have to go back and, and, and tell, um, the elves, men, People have to know that, that he, this this is what happened. Um, I sweep off the table um, to make it clear. It's make make way, and put him like basically lift him up and put him in a more respectful position uh, on the table, um, arms folded across his chest. And I say, this is Ayanur, the last king of Gondor. I mean, uh, that's nice. Um, the hammer looks, um, and also and looks to um, the raggedy man and uh, reaches out up 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 a hand um, for like a proper like kind of dwarven style uh, handshake. And now that was excellent form. The job isn't done. Now take that hammer on the crystal now. I mean, uh, okay, let's let's give it a test and um, give it kind of like overhead. The centrifugal striker gets moving and goes for it. All right. So in this case, <laughs> sorry, Hollywood. <laughs> I'm just like dwarves. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Uh, just from a mechanical standpoint, uh, real quick, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. The bag with Gandalf's hand and two of the elven rings oh, yeah. are still clutched in his hand. Oh, I yeah. As I fold, well, as I folded his hands gracefully over his chest, I take that back. I shouldn't I, remind you of that, and you should have just left them there, just in case you <laughs> didn't remember. But you know, I feel that like that would have. No, I mean, I I would have remembered at some point, mm-hmm, I think, but mm-hmm, just not immediately. Mm-hmm, sure, you would have. <laughs> All right, so Beery, you go and. Thwack this crystal. Go ahead and roll a d12 for me. Got it. Uh, this is not strength. Just uh, no. This is just straight up five. For as much force as this new hammer could bring to attacking an enemy, has no effect on the crystal. 
you just kind of whoa, 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 just kind of vibrates away from it a little bit. Yep. Oh man, yeah, like his molars are a little bit loose now. Um, hmm. Oh, um, it's gonna take a bit more than um, than this, as he kind of starts disassembling it. You're right. Give it to me. I take the hammer. <laughs> Roll a d12 for me, oh raggedy man. Okay. I mean, okay, but I mean, gentle, gentle. <laughs> so, uh, do I have a sword or axe or nothing? No, so. you have. You, you don't. Or no, how much proficiency do you have in? Uh, no, actually, sorry, because we're out of combat. Uh, raggedy man, you would just roll a d12. All right. We've we've got to learn your name. <laughs> I tried to. I tried to introduce myself. That's a four. That's a four. No effect. Mm. Give me that. And try and tries to like yank it back. And, <laughs> yeah, you grab it out of yeah, you grab it out of his hand. Um, anyways, I'm Barry. He's holding it now, like very defensively. Who are you? I would like to walk up to Barry and kind of like gunk, gunk. I'm thirsty. I would like to look on the table for something to drink. Some water, like ale, something. The only thing you see on the only remaining table is vials, shattered, some full, but nothing looks like water in here. Do I have a water skin of some kind? Yep, you do. Tanel just hands it to him. Like, no words, just kind of shocked. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I drink all of it. And you guys awkwardly wait for like a good five minutes as I do the whole thing. <laughs> well, well, then while he's doing that, I'm listening for the thing downstairs. Do you go <laughs> investigate still... or are you just listening? I'm yeah, going to go to thumbs? the door and just put my ear like out into the hallway and kind of look and listen. As you peer out into oh, the doorway, about halfway up the steps mm-hmm. lie the broken remains of bones with (laughs) no corporeal form or anything. It looks as if whatever was holding them together has Mm -hmm. fallen down and Bell is broken. Tanel just like puts her back against like the door and just goes and walks back in to the room. I don't usually give away mechanical secrets. You were one turn away from having to deal with that thing. I figured. Oh, <laughs> one turn. I was God. so close. Beery, I was going for you. You were the closest to the door. It was gonna, ah, but. Oh, dear oh. God. <laughs> nice shooting, all of you. I hate it. Anyway, <laughs> carry on hey, with you your You did a play. number um, on Beery. <laughs> Tanel walks up to, to the man who is now drinking every last bit of water out of her water skin. And she says, I don't believe your name is actually thirsty. I am Tanel of Lothlorien. And you? Of Burren, of the Dunedine. Thank you. Now, which one of you is going to break this crystal? Tanel actually turns and looks at Beery. Um, and he's just like, give me a second. And he's going to scurry over. Um, uh, he's, he's disassembled his hammer. Now it's kind of like, he, he has it kind of packed away to where it's like all kind of on the center of his gravity. So it's mm-hmm. not just in one spot. Um, 
and he's going to drop like he's got a headband with like a bunch of lenses drop down a lens and begin to like go over all the different bottles for different common alchemical combinations that he can maybe try and science a little bit yeah <laughs> let's let's do some science shall we uh yeah. Beery, yeah go ahead <laughs> and make a craft check for me oh <laughs> gladly <laughs> We're gonna make it rain, Copper. <laughs> Dog. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, oh, so it, it's it's not a Gandalf, but it rolled a six with like the little crit. Yep, yep. So that's a little um, bit of extra oomph to it. Yeah, so 28. Beery, having a little bit more time now that you're not in combat, you can take a look, a sniff, and just kind of feel about what's around this room, what's on the table, the vials on the shelves. Eventually, after about five minutes, you realize some of these are acidic, and you feel like with the right combination, you can kind of mix them together based on, you know, the stuff you use in the forge and feel like, all right, I could probably do this. That would be enough to at least be some kind of uh, some sort of lather on a, a kind of weapon that could be able to potentially cut through almost like a hot knife through butter. Okay. Okay. Um, perfect. Um, you start trying to like, uh, he's not going to use all of it because he can use it maybe a little bit for later. Sure. sure. Um, try to make this a bit of a concoction and uh, we've got tons and tons of tools on him. So maybe on the end of a chisel, so that he can start kind of chipping mm -hmm. or at least hold the chisel so that somebody else can strike. Sure. Sure. Maybe use some uh, teamwork if we can. I will say, so, so Halloweth, Tanel, Raggedy Man, are you all sort of joining him in all of this? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah sure. Oh, I'm sorry. We, we know your name now. You're, you're Halbarad. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Force of habit. So Halbarad, Halloweth, Tanel, the three of you watch Beery work for a few minutes he slathers some of it on each of your weapons and you very gingerly start carving away at the crystal. And it takes you another, you know, five, 10 minutes just to get it around their bodies. And the closer you get to their bodies to sort of carve away the excess, you watch as it starts to shatter and you can kind of see their bodies kind of start to jerk shakily as they are somehow able to. The closer you get though, you notice that one of the men is missing a leg. And after a few minutes, you and you watch as you continually cut through this. After a moment, there is this force that seems to come from inside the crystal and oh, God. <laughs> it hits you all, but it doesn't hurt. It shatters into these very tiny pieces and these two men thunk, fall to the ground. One of them is unconscious. The other tries to pick itself, himself up and goes, thank you. I am Alatar. You may know me as the blue wizard. Tell me, what year is it? Uh, 3,018 of the Third Age. Who are all of you? And tell uh, me, what has become of Saruman? 
Beery, you are the only one that probably would not understand what is happening. Yeah, so still holding the um, uh, the, the hammer and chisel that's kind of like, you know, uh, sizzling and steaming from like the, uh, oh, I don't know, you know, the acidic concoction. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know, um, about that. And just kind of like bump, tries to like pull uh, Halloweth over. You're up. Halloweth. Yes. You don't need a lore check for this. No. Based on what Halbered said before, these are the two blue wizards, Alatar and Palando, that came with Gandalf, Saruman, and Radagast to Middle-earth to try and overthrow Sauron, or at least help the peoples of Middle-earth to do so. But he's asking about Saruman. You're up. Yes. Um... I would know about Saruman's betrayal. You would. Has that happened? Okay, cool. Um, my, my lords, um, it is good to see you indeed again. Um, I have not, I can't believe that you're here. Uh, Saruman. Pleasantries aside, get to the point, boy. Saruman has betrayed the good people of Middle-earth. Yes, we knew that a thousand years ago, my boy. Keep talking. He is in Isengard. The, 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 uh, he has recruited orcs. The Fangorn has been ripped apart. The, he is in his tower now, uh, constructing armies, um, being Sar- Sauron's puppets. He's essentially a right-hand man barring the witch king he has fallen deeply into madness he watches his eyes close (sighs) has the one ring been found indeed it has Um, Sauron has it then not quite ah you know, I assume, of Gwahir, the Wind Lord. Yes, they are the servants of Manwe, Valar, of Aman. They, too, fell under the power, evil, and corruption of the One Ring. Currently, it lies with Gwahir. He is more dangerous and powerful than any of us could ever have imagined. Great. Terrible, but great. You watch as his face, I got that Harry Potter reference, I'm ignoring it. This is a very serious moment. You watch as he's trying to pick himself up and he's, he's in the seated position and his back just falls against the wall. Then we have failed. We were sent here by the lesser gods. Manwe instructed us to help the free peoples of Middle-earth. Saruman captured us as we were in the east, attempting to help the Haradrim. We failed. We failed. And he just kind of gives this forlorn look his head hits the back of the wall and he stares out into the distance. 
These are Maya. Have some respect. Oh, I respect. I would like to go to the closet and get my stuff. You walk up to the closet, break off the lock, grab your axe, grab your sword, grab your uh, your jacket, throw it over you, and you hear the wizard speak up. Yes, failed. <laughs> the war is just starting, my friend. Get up. Come on. There's the other one. Does he need help walking? Come he on. looks over to his friend and goes, yes, as a matter <laughs> of fact, he does. As you can see, he has no legs and he has no tongue. Not I that you would have known that if it's you okay. checked. One leg. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it is one leg. Yeah, no, that was okay. <laughs> yeah, no, arms. Come on. I like this guy. You're just going to stand there? Oh. Come on. It's just beginning. We can't yeah. fail if it hasn't even started yet. Let's go. Come on. I, I, I lean over to Tanel and just like it appears we have recruited two brutes. Do Did I hear that? <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, it you was, do. It was spoken softly. Uh, <laughs> or, or rather, would you like to say it in Elvish? Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Do I speak uh-huh. Elvish? Uh, you know what? Uh, oh, you might. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, you the, might. There's no, there's no, there's no <laughs> luck check in these. Roll a d12. Let's see how lucky you are right now. Oh boy. It would have been raised in Rivendell. You weren't raised in Rivendell. Would you roll? That's a ten. Oh my god. Yeah, you recognize the word for brute in Elvish. You kind of get a sense of what they're talking about. Amazing. Oh. T- Tanel <clears throat> does look um, at. Go ahead. As Tanel is going to look at Hallowith for a second and then turn to Halberet and say, "There ha- much has changed over the past short while, and I would like to inform you so that you are at least prepared for the changes that have happened. <laughs> and it might not be the best idea to brazenly go forward. Forward is the only direction." I would like to look at the guy who called me a brute. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would like to walk up to him. How, how tall? Sorry, how tall is Halbert? You're about yes. the same height. Okay. At this point, Beery has a bowl of popcorn <laughs> <laughs> with a wizard in my hand. Go ahead. Say it again. I say the word brute. <laughs> you willing to risk your life for that word? Say it three times. One more. Go ahead. You're going to bet your life on it? Going to get your sword? Oh, wait, I threw your sword. <laughs> Go ahead. Say it one more time. Last I remembered, not five minutes ago, you were tied and gagged. I think I preferred you that way. And I was going to step between them. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. And, um, just, and just, no, she's looking at Halloweth like, yeah. what are you doing? 
Oh. But she just doesn't he, say anything. She just looks he, at him. He doesn't appreciate his honor being tarnished by being <laughs> squared up on. It's fair. Um, Beery's going to give him kind of a firm pat, like on the forearm. This is, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Halberd. Uh, hey, uh, hey, we're all, you know, if, if we are going to you know, begin this battle, I mean, I feel like friends is something that we all kind of need right now. Um, we're all friends here. <laughs> You're funny. You're funny. Um, I would like, I have all my stuff on and I have a blue wizard in my hands, right? Do. <laughs> I, do. I would like to lead them back to my camp. Okay. There is a brief moment as you quick do an about face and head out the door. The rest of you hear a scuffle from behind and you watch as Alatar stands up. He looks over at you, Halloweth, says, Melon, and walks out and follows him. Get jokes. What are the three of you doing? Uh, following. Beery probably didn't even realize he still has his like big like magnifying glasses <laughs> down to look like a complete moron. Um, he's gathering all, as much alchemical ingredients, potions, bottles, like literally like encumbering himself, looking as much as he can carry, mm-hmm. at, at, like with his stout dwarven frame, as much as he can carry. All right, coming out of here. Uh, I will say with the number of pockets you have, we'll we'll go <laughs> over it after the show. Uh, I'll say you you grab as much as you as you possibly can, um, in in terms of what these vials are, whether acidic or poisonous or flammable or whatever. Uh, roll a d twelve. Yeah, roll me a roll me a d twelve just so I can go back after the show and figure out what you you bring. I don't think there's ever been a more important d twelve. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Six. Six. All right. Cool. I'll make a note of that. All right. Uh, so you all spend the next five or so minutes picking yourself over the bones on the mm-hmm. steps leading down to the first floor of the fortress of Angmar. Uh, Halbered, you are very gingerly uh, mm-hmm. sort of climbing over it with this other wizard behind you. Um, as you all approach the front entrance, you all hear a shriek. Oh, shit. Off in the distance. I need you all to make an awareness check for me, please. Oh, God. God. Couldn't be that easy. We couldn't just go. No, of course not. We can never just leave. (laughs) Do you think I'm going to let you walk into Angmar? (laughs) Just. I'm trying to go home. I got Gandalf. Looking like Santa Claus with jinkling um, <laughs> bags full of bottles. <laughs> just pretty much uh, just something with feet, just a mass of stuff with feet. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, terrible failure, total failure. All right, but Hallowith, you rolled a Gandalf. I did. Mm-hmm. Tinel, Halberad. Uh, 16, so I beat my target number by two. Okay, Halberad. <laughs> that was hard math. I rolled an eight, a five, and a four, which is 17, which beats Beats my target number. Yep. Off into the distance, Halloweth, Tanel, Halbarad, you watch in full daylight as what you know to be 
a fell beast oh, off oh. in the distance, up in the air with a rider. But it is not heading towards you. It is heading southeast. Um, no, that's that's towards either the Shire or yeah, that'd be the, towards the Shire. No, right? so Shire is Shire is southwest. Southeast oh, yeah, would be, on, so be yeah towards Rivendell. Yeah. Towards Rivendell. Mm. Rivendell would be further mountains. south. It seems like they are headed towards the um, mountains right now. Oh, to, yeah. towards the mountains. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Oh. Mm-hmm. So is it more like is it, sorry, is it more like Lonely Mountain southeast or more like mm-hmm. Caladras? southeast it's unclear at this point just based on your trajectory uh all right so you're all following halbarad as he said he is taking you to his village uh as you continue and to Beery's follow the along, only one that did not see that correct? yeah no nothing oh my nothing. god can i sorry can i say <laughs> a quick good. thing can i say a quick thing to halloweth as we are walking mm-hmm. yeah so uh Tanel sort of like pulls him behind just a little bit and says, we are in their land and we bring them grave news. I understand your pride, but please. Give me. Thank you. And she just kind of feels a little bit awkward for a second and then rushes forward and actually tries to catch up to Halberet. You can add one more fellowship point to the pool. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Nice for everyone. Uh, for everyone, yeah, all three. Yeah, no! when when fellowship points get added, now everybody gets them. Yay. Um All right. Uh, we're on three, right? Uh, you're on five, right? Yeah, now. we're on five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Which I'm kind of surprised you didn't use them. Uh, to help each other out during this battle, but you are I certainly welcome. I completely welcome. forgot about that. I did too, I was too scared. <laughs> I thought you might have, yeah. It is fairly terrifying. I'm trying um, to remember how to use them. You basically add one D6 uh, to another person's role as a kind of inspiration. Gotcha. Yeah. I love it, okay. Yeah. So, Halbered, you carrying this wizard, just walk, one does simply walk out of Angmar, as a matter of fact. <laughs> And you start heading towards the village. Uh, While you are walking, because it'll probably take you the rest of the day, if not more, uh, to get back to the, uh, to your, to your homestead. Is there anything you all would like to talk about or are you traveling in silence right now? Um, How long until uh, we find the Orbor? With the with the <laughs> oh oh he's you you find him you find him outside no problem he's Perfect. a couple hundred yards away you pick him up no problem you Pull do have the horses with all the goodies yeah you do have yeah. horses um mm-hmm. but there are three horses and four people mm-hmm. one wizard and one unconscious wizard yeah uh, Tanel's gonna grab her horse and offer it and say we can place him on the horse if so you don't have to carry him. How does the wizard look? Like uh, uh, the the one in your the one in your yeah. arms. The wounds on his legs seem to have healed enough that this injury probably happened a while ago. There is a little bit of uh, blood still on his mouth, but he he looks okay. Like he could probably handle it. I would like to place the blue wizard on the gently on the horse, 
and I would like it to offer the horse to, if I can, to the other blue wizard. It is not your horse, but you <laughs> gesture over to the other horse anyway, and mm-hmm. uh, Alatar kind of gives the three of you a look, still clearly shaken, right? Like, he is not mm-hmm. in his right mind, not in a good place to, like, talk to any of you. Just nods, gets up on the horse, and starts kind of riding off as he goes. And we took the two-handed uh, Morgul blade, didn't we? Yeah, uh, so... We- uh, 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 Halbrad, was holding, Halbrad was holding it when he cut off that slice of the top yeah. of the crystal. So, yeah. So you nice. all start making your way Would towards that not have disappeared like it does. Sorry, but that not have disappeared like it does. <gasps> it hasn't yet. Hey, oh. uh, hey, big guy. Um, you know, I mean, maybe I can take a look at that uh, if we make camp anytime soon. Um, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of like a metallurgist in a way. <laughs> so we have three wizards. Well, I mean, <laughs> flatter me, why don't you? But yeah, I mean, a little bit. Mm. So you're saying you got these guys out of the crystal that they couldn't get out of themselves? <laughs> you see, right now, he's being toted on by a kind of almost like a big like a pot belly pig i'm like a warthog mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in like in like a little chariot cart and he's never been prouder in his entire life <laughs> as you say these things just well i um uh, i guess you're right <laughs> i mean just come on chest come on. is puffed out and he feels like julius caesar right now hmm. most wizards they have uh, wood and potions you work with a metal a metal wizard i like this guy metal wizard you know i don't think i've ever met a wizard before have i met a wizard don or is uh no this the besides the two blue wizards who you tracked as you uh well, I'll, I'll, I'll get to your backstory later, potentially next episode, depending on how long we need to go. Uh, we'll get to that later. So, uh, okay, so there's the blue wizards, the w- a white wizard, a gray wizard, a brown wizard, mm-hmm. um, metal wizard. <laughs> hey, we're friends now, okay? You have to earn my friendship. I mean, I'm a wizard and all. True, true. Yeah, I would like to I cast know. friends. <laughs> that spell does not exist in this universe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Tanel is going to sort of like whisper to Halibred. He's he's going to force you to be his friend. We're friends it's not. Yeah. It's not so bad. <laughs> no force, just. It will cost you something deep, personal to yourself. Do you have one of those? I can do deep and personal, yeah. Just give me some time. I'll workshop it. I just needed the pint of ale. That's all I needed. Oh, I mean, well, that's easy. Yeah, something close and personal. If we go back to Rivendell, They've got this wine now that will absolutely knock your socks off. <laughs> I don't wear socks. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, it's efficient. It's very efficient for taking your boots off. I appreciate that. Um, but anyway, let, yeah, let's get let's get something warm in our bellies and have a drink and let's tell some stories and get to know each other a little bit, huh? Sure. Yeah. I'll give you a chance. Go ahead. All right. I only need one. I'm imagining this like eye to eye, but he's like in the cart bouncing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Oh, the boar so happy. sort of trotting behind the wizard, just kind of like dead stare ahead as his entire life collapses around him. The two elves <laughs> behind these two listening to the raucous conversation. Halloweth, Tanel, are you two talking as all of this debauchery goes down? <laughs> Nell's just enjoying the conversation that's happening. Mm. Because she is also enjoying it. <laughs> Tanel does a... kind of like oops, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, I was he just needs to now just like it's not a brain cell between them. Halloween. Manners. <laughs> we do have to lady, give him for the lady of the wood, for the lady of the wood, for the lady yes. of the wood, for the lady of the wood. <laughs> We have to give them terrible news. We might as well find some joy now. Fine, fine, fine. You all spend the rest of that day following Halbarab towards his homestead uh, with the horses and the cart and the way you're all walking. You manage to make it there uh, by nightfall. And what you come upon is Halbarab's home. And it is less a village or anything you were expecting and more a disheveled group of lean-tos and little shacks that don't quite seem like a village, but more a a meeting place where there are uh, just a few other humans glancing about. And you watch as you approach at nightfall, one of the other humans comes up to you, Halbrad, and goes, oh, thank goodness. We feared the worst. What happened? <laughs> Got a little tied up. But <laughs> <laughs> I brought guests. Make sure that these compatriots feel at home. Very well. And he runs quickly and just starts yelling, get the fire going, get food on the table, grab the ale. Very important. Thank you. Did someone say ale? They did. Yeah. All right. I love this guy. <laughs> you all start gathering around this fire that one of the humans uh, has started. The uh, one wizard, Alatar, the uh, conscious one, gets down off the horse, just kind of sits down. Still dead in the eyes, can't quite seem to get it together. You pick the body of the other wizard and just kind of lay him down. Uh, you watch very briefly as Alatar looks down at his friend and puts a hand on his cheek and just starts just holding it. And you watch his lip start to quiver. As you're all sitting around this fire, they bring you food, they bring you water, they bring you ale. And the human that uh, came up to Halbarad goes, well, 
Guests usually bring news. Tell me, what has happened? Well, <laughs> I got tied up. I mean, literally, I mean, went to do some investigating and I'm here. <laughs> it's no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Totally fine. It's fine. But look, I point his head directly at the blue wizards. <laughs> Allies, do you know what this means? Uh, he he kind of face in hands, just kind of goes, <laughs> I, uh, uh, we're fighting. And he kind of- Yes, we are fighting <laughs> with wizards. <laughs> uh, this is good tidings, but- Yes, good tidings. Okay, what? I heard a story about a wizard. Come closer. A wizard that could turn into animals. Tell me, blue, blue one, blue two, which one of you can turn into an animal? A bear, I love a bear. You watch as the (laughs) dead-eyed Alatar, holding the soup, having not taken a bite of it, looks up at you and goes, None of us. We can change our form if we wish, but we took the forms of elderly men to gain your trust. I was once, looks down at his hands, old, wrinkled, withered, feels his face. I was once quite handsome, but you, friend, brashness, will get you nowhere. You have been loud. You have been abrasive. And you have completely ignored the news that your new friends bring us. And he glances over at you, Tanel, who hasn't said anything to him, looks over at you and goes, tell me, what has become of the wide world? As my compatriot told you, the Wind Lord has the ring. And Sauron is no more. It is just why here. He has taken the ring to Mordor. The ring was found originally and taken, you know, was going to be taken to be destroyed, but why here intercepted it basically. Intercepted it from who? A fellowship. And she turns and kind of looks at all the Dunedain and says, fellowship that Aragorn was a part of. He was supposed to ferry them to Mordor to destroy that ring once and for all. But Gwaihir destroyed them. And I regret to inform all of you that Aragorn has fallen. (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) The the heir to a (laughs) sin. 
It's true. I'm done. You know, I haven't laughed like that in a long time. I take out Gandalf's withered hand from the bag. Does it have a ring on it? It has two elven rings on it. Two elven rings. Okay, I'm sorry. I would like every one of the Dunedain to draw their weapons on them. Oh, God! Well, you wouldn't know it is Gandalf's hand. It is just a hand. Would I know a ring of power when I saw one? No. You would just know that they are shiny rings. Whoops. (laughs) Sorry. I, as much as I. to keep jewelry, I guess. Never mind. Yes, it is. Halloweth, as you pull out the hand, Alatar, his eyes immediately shoot over to you, and he holds out his hand. Please. This would corrupt even the most powerful of beings. I dare not give it to somebody who would use it for good or ill. Why? And Lord will know that you have it, and he will corrupt your mind. We have seen it twice. Whose hand is that? Mithrandi. Then was possessed, taken over by shadow. Dead. Yes. Dead. You must forgive us that we only bring you sorrowful news. Tears slip down his face. Is all hope lost then? No. 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 He glances over at you, Halbarad, and goes, I fear your friend is dead as well. That's not a funny joke. I am not joking. (laughs) Then where's his hand? Hmm? You didn't bring a sword back. Glances over, glances at the three of you. Alatar glances at the three of you. Hmm? He was buried where he fell by Arwen Evenstar. You, <laughs> you let the heir of a sealed door be buried in a You may may visit his grave if you so wish to pay your respects. I understand this is hard to process. Pay your respects. I would like to have the Duna, everyone in Duna, suit up. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Let's go. Is how (laughs) we pay our respects. I like this guy. To the blue (laughs) wizard. You done? Tears still streaming down his eyes. He looks up at you and goes, We ride in the morning to war. And that's where we're going to end.
session yes! the unpredicted <laughs> party oh my god that was awesome that was so cinematic <laughs> join us on patreon for the unpredicted after party where we all get to chat about the last episode that just happened <laughs> thank you all so much for watching and we will see you all next time oh my goodness <laughs> And I will stop the recording there. Oh, oh my God. That was really Woo! God.